Hey, good morning, lovely people of the planet. How's it going out there? I am getting unstuck starting today. Unstuck, you know, creatively and like in a rut. Out of my ruts. Out of my ruts. Get out of my ruts. Well, good morning, lovely people of the planet. My name is Jeff O. This is the morning ride pedal-powered podcast because I'm on a bicycle heading on into the office on this beautiful, foggy, thick, foggy Monday morning in January. My eyes are watering pretty bad, actually, which is kind of fun. That doesn't usually happen. It's like 26 degrees, but we've got this heavy fog I remember when I was uh, studying to be a drone pilot, you had to study weather conditions so that you would know, like, you know, when is it safe to go out and fly and such. Meteorology light. (laughs) Anyway, I should remember what causes this kind of fog. It has to do with warm air and cold air over water. So as we're traveling along the Boise River here through Garden City... Well, I mean, we're in the neighborhood right now because the trail is still closed. They're working on it, though. Making a little park down here. So we've had a diversion for a couple weeks. And by weeks, I probably mean months. Time is relative to the speed at which you take it. Mr. Einstein said that. He put a lot of time and energy into uh, <laughs> the idea of time, so I like where he went with that course a lot of Buddhists have put a lot of energy into the idea of time too and they kind of uh, a lot of them tend to believe that everything is now everything is everything is powerful statement you got time to think about it you don't have time to think about it hopefully it is not important and relevant to what you need to get done today so how you doing how's your ride going Thank you so much for letting me join you on the ride this morning. I really appreciate it. It is so great to have your company out in the fog on this beautiful day. I know, no more ice tires. No, I did not bother switching them out. I'm just riding a bike that doesn't have them. Ooh, got some folks up on the trail this morning. That's interesting. So, do you have a good weekend? Did you do anything super exciting? Anything super dull? I slept a lot. Oh, and I read a lot. Guess what? <clears throat> so, we're going to get into it here in a second. <clears throat> hey, good morning on your left here. Right. Whew, I am glad I've got this helmet on, man. It's chilly out. It's amazing what a difference it makes when there's fog out and uh, when there's not. Like, Idaho's a pretty dry state. We usually hang out at around 35 to 45% humidity in the winter. That means it's pretty dry, <laughs> which makes it easy, easier to bike in the cold because you don't have a lot of moisture to deal with. But like this morning, I can feel it on my cheeks. Woo, chilly. Oh, no, not like Alaska chili, but it's just chili. 
Grandma with a baby in the window. That's cute. I know, I miss all the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, all the interruptions of the, uh, the morning ride this winter, man. It's been, it's been kind of lonely out here on the green belt. You don't pass a lot of people this time of year. Although, last week I started seeing a lot more folks out, which was nice. It's been warmer. It's been getting up into like the 40s. Hanging out. Got it to like 53 on Saturday. Jennifer and I did a little bike tour of the neighborhood. That was very nice. So that's one of the things that I've been reading about. <clears throat> I always feel like I get stuck in January. January is my stuck month. We get inversions here. I'm making excuses here. That's, that's what's going on right now. We get in the, these inversions in the winter here in Boise because we're in a valley and cold air comes in and then hot air comes in and sits on top of it. Warmer air, not hot air. Well, you just can't see anything. It's thick as jelly brains. That's a quote from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. If you have not seen that, I highly recommend it. Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton's story, but it's basically a Danny Elfman uh, musical. <laughs> I mean, that really is what it is. Based on characters and story by Tim Burton. They work together. They collaborate a lot. Yeah, they did the original Batman back in, like, what was it, 89? Woo! Tim Burton... Uh, uh, Michael Keaton and... Tim Basinger one. That one, yeah, the good one. Hey, good morning. So, oh gosh, darn it. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, reading, yes. Anyway, we get these inversions and it's kind of hard to breathe. The air gets stale. Blah, 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 wah, wah, boo-hoo, I know. Still one of the... Uh, healthiest economic sectors in the United States. Supposedly. I don't know what the stats are. I don't know what they're looking at with that. Um, I know that overall, Boise seems to be a healthy community <clears throat> in a great many ways. As far as people being able to survive here, I think it's, I think it's pretty easy to do that here. I'm surviving here. I got some existential aches, but that's my own stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. I caught myself. Thank you. Thank you so much. So speaking of that, so in January, I do get down. I feel stuck. Got all these ideas leading up to the holidays, and then the holiday season kind of gets me all off my, my program, my daily routine. Oh, did you hear that? Can you hear that? A little bit of music spitting out at Joe's Crab Shack down here. <laughs> I still think it's hilarious, man. A crab shack in the middle of the high desert. Like the crabs crawled all the way up from... Wow, where does the Boise River? It probably hits the Columbia River at some point over there in Oregon, Washington. I have no idea. That'd be a long way for a crowd to go. Hey, good morning. <clears throat> that was fun. 
She was so excited to be out on her bike. She was smiling big. All bundled up. I don't disagree. I may have underdone it a little bit. That's all right. It's not that far. It's just half an hour. Can you dive hypothermia in a half an hour? I don't even think I packed my down jacket. It's not really down even anymore. I finally went with a... Uh, oh, what do they call them? Artificial down from Patagonia. I know. It's very expensive. I feel like I'm paying for the name a little bit, but so far, Patagonia gear has been so great to me. Oh, you want to do it? All right, let's do it. <laughs> ah, man, that always makes you feel good to hit the wall a little bit. It's a slight uphill, so on the way into the office, there's usually enough energy to hit it once. On the way home, a lot of times you can hit it twice. I can hit it twice. Great little spot. We've got another wall here in town. It's a lot steeper, a lot bigger. It's kind of on a it's on a bigger incline too. I'd like to session that someday with the I don't even really have a good name for it. I call it the DB24. It's a diamondback 24-inch dirt jumper. It likes to fly, but it's a uh, it's not a snappy bike. I like snappy bikes. It's kind of got a long tail end. Like from where the seat tube, that tube that goes vertically right under your seat on a bicycle, to where the rear axle is. I like that to, I like that to be a pretty short distance. Like, you know, just enough so that your tire has a little bit of, or your wheel has a little bit of clearance. That'll make you for a livelier ride. That's one thing I love about the Hukui commuter, man. It's got a really short back end, which, but it's still got like a long, uh, like a top tube. That's a horizontal bar, like between your seat post and your handlebars. And so it's kind of long there, but it's short in the back. Which means it's pretty easy to get it off the ground for bunny hops, getting over things. It's an old mountain bike. They used to, that's how they used to do it. I wouldn't be able to tell you what the geometry of a, some of the newer mountain bikes means. I can't even, I have no idea. All right, I'm going to get to the point here because we're getting to the park. So I get a little jammed up in January, off my routine, get to thinking, you know, oh, New Year's resolutions. Oh, by the way, you literally, I'm going to urge you to subscribe to these things on my website. Go out to jeffreyoliver.com, go to these things. There's a link that you can put your email address in, and every two, every other Thursday, I send out an email of like three to five things that inspired me. And this week, I'm sending out this list of 40 questions to ask yourself every year. I don't remember the author's name, but it was really cool going through those because it's not like New Year's resolutions and stuff, but it helped me frame my year generally. So if you're still trying to struggle with like who you're going to be, like I am, I'm struggling with that a lot. Not who I'm going to be because I kind of know who I'm going to be. It's like, how am I going to be who I am? That's what I'm really working on. Which is why January's tough for me. And so, okay, so I've been reading about it. So here's the thing. This weekend, I decided to spend some time reading because 
uh, I'm stuck structurally and with some character development on the Pokoa Pokoa film project. And part of it is hiding, I know that, but part of it is I literally don't know what I'm doing. And so when I'm making adjustments to the script or writing about my characters, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm getting closer to or further away from where the script needs to be before you know, I, I can get it to a place where I can show other people and say, hey, this is, this is generally my idea. You know, can you, you interested to help me work on it? So be looking out for that. If you're interested in working on a film project, I'm going to need help. <laughs> so I decided to read. I got, finally got the uh, Christopher Vogler's uh, The Writer's Journey. And it's based off of... I've talked about this a lot, you guys, I know, because I've been reading so much about all this. Based off of uh, Joseph Campbell's myth studies in mythology and how, like, Jungian archetypes apply to story and myth throughout time. I really dig that there's... that in Jungian theology, which I think we see resonated in a lot of the Buddhist traditions is that there is an underlying human essence. There's an underlying thing that we're all connected to one another through. That is beyond like being human physically. Hey, good morning on your left here. And I'm really attracted to that idea because it makes me uh, less judgmental of others. And plus, it's like, I guess there's a certain amount of hope that... Like, you've gone through your stuff, I've gone through my stuff, so even if I haven't gone through exactly what you've gone through, I've still gone through stuff, so I can relate to you as a human, you know, if if we'll sit down and listen to one another. I really love that idea. So, anyway, this weekend, I wrote a little bit, but the big thing is, let's read through this, this book. And this is the last one because I'm also running into. Uh, hey, good morning. What another guy? I read this book oh, a couple years ago called "The War of Art" by Stephen Pressfield, and he talks about the fear and uh, the excuses, like you know, oh well, it's hard to breathe in January and boohoo and boohoo and Boise. Only, I like his idea too there. He just calls it resistance. Basically anything that, basically anything that you uh, encounter or deal with, anything you struggle with that keeps you from being on your ride. <laughs> anything that keeps you from doing your ride the way that you want to do it, the way that you know that you should, the way that you know that you can, he calls it resistance. For me, it's fear. I have a lot of fear around writing and it's weird because like I know that people like some of the stuff that I've written and I know that I've liked some of it I think though still like on the big level I'm still overall scared to commit to it scared to own being being a writer and a filmmaker it's a scary thing because you know you still got somebody's got to grow the tomatoes is uh Gary Snyder says. So the growing the tomatoes, that's the day job. 
so, and I don't know that I'm, I'm not looking to have like a job. Definitely not in Hollywood. But like if this thing, I don't know. Sorry, folks, getting a little distracted. Lots of folks around. I don't want to run into nobody. <clears throat> so that was kind of my uh, big project this weekend. Part of getting unstuck creatively is to finally read this book that keeps coming up. Hopefully it will give me some structural ideas. And uh, the main thing that I'm curious about is how to create real characters. If you can't afford therapy, try screenwriting because it, <laughs> it works on you in a good way. Like I've learned a lot about myself trying to see the different perspectives of different characters, trying to understand their motivations. You know, why would my lead character want to do this or that? How does she feel about this or that? Why did someone do this to her? Why did they feel in a particular way? It's really helping me, you guys. But in general, one of the things that I read last week, because I was feeling stuck and is... Uh, to get out and read a book, fiction, generally better does different things to our brains because, like, you know, you're seeing pictures in your head when you're reading. Even if you don't think you are, you are. When I'm not concentrated on my reading, I don't see pictures as much, so that's why I put that caveat in. I know that it's still getting in there because I'm going to pick up the book later. I don't seem to have any problems catching up with where I was. So that's one of the things that I did this weekend to help me creatively. Another thing that's coming up is I think it's a, I think it's time to do another fast. If you've been part of this podcast before, back in the summer, I did one. I usually do it a couple times a year. It keeps me from. Uh, it helps me because it uh, it really refocuses my intentions. It helps me think about what I'm, what's important in life. On the physical side, of course, it helps a ton because I, I don't drink too, so much coffee and caffeine and I don't drink so much alcohol, and so that's really helpful. So I think it's time to do that. That's another thing that I do. I'm not recommending that because it's not going to work for a lot of folks, but super helpful for me when I'm kind of in this place where I'm stuck and you know, I'm feeling sorry for myself, and i got to stop doing that. That doesn't help anybody. Well, folks, there's a lot of people out, so I'm feeling a little distracted here. I'm awfully sorry. I'm so sorry. It makes me a not very good listener with you here on the ride. So tell me, what do you do to get unstuck? What do you do when you realize, like, oh, I'm in a rut? Oh, I've got a, I've got a joke. What's the difference between a rut and a grave? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I totally forgot. Um, what's the difference between a rut and a grave? Oh, the depth. The depth. Get it? The longer you're in a rut, the more you're digging your own grave. All right. 
I didn't tell that one particularly well, did I? <laughs> that reminds me of another project I'm working on that's going to be hilarious, I think. It's a uh, another film project about a comedian who's not funny. So how do you guys do it? When you get in a rut, let's say that Let's say that you're three weeks into a new year and it's like you haven't really even started any New Year's resolutions or you don't feel like you're making any progress toward anything because it's too cold to go out and build up the bike because it literally is too cold to go out and build up the new bikes that you want to sell for Oliver Bicycle Works or whatever project you got going on. You're stuck creatively. How do you guys, how do you guys handle it? No, I'm asking. <laughs> no, I'm asking. I need help. I've been trying to read a lot more, and that's been helping me overall, but uh, I, think, I think doing the fast is going to get my head right physically again, get my head and body more aligned. That's what I love about it, is that my head and body get aligned again, and then I feel close to the planet again, which brings me closer to you guys. Hey, folks. Thank you so much for... Uh, joining me on the ride this morning for letting me be a little part of your ride i really really appreciate it hey if you love riding a bicycle at all get out on a bicycle and of course your bicycle could be whatever your bicycle is um i hope that you enjoy your monday morning hope that you have a good week out there and um remember this is as far as i know this is the only ride we get <laughs> 